Friends, welcome to this episode of Leadosophy. I'm glad you can join me, either by video or audio, wherever you may be listening, whatever country you might be listening in. Thank you for being here. Today's episode, I want to introduce the 10-question leadership challenge. I hope some of you will take the plunge. I have an infographic that I created because, of course, if you've been watching me before, you know I love infographics. But the purpose of the this exercise is to basically deepen our understanding of leadership through your own unique experiences and your concept of what you believe leadership is to you through your experiences. So we'll cover that more. I'm going to go over the questions on this episode and just kind of briefly explain why I created this, this exercise. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Remember you're here with an open mind because that's the rule and not the exception. Here we go. Are you ready to permanently fuse leadership and philosophy? Then a word of caution, you are about to enter the fully abstract yet wholly concrete realm of leadosophy. Our ideas are not always so clear and distinct. To validate this proposition, we welcome the host of leadosophy, Tim Wood. All right, friends, welcome back to Leadosophy. If you are watching, I am on leadosophy.com, my website. And I have posted up there the 10 question leadership challenge or infographic. Now, I created this infographic or I created this challenge uh, for anyone out there who wanted to try and take the, the concept of leadership, the ideas of what leadership is, effective leadership, what does it mean to be a great leader, whatever it might be, well, all these abstract concepts we haphazardly throw around every day about leadership. And I always said leadership is, it seems very intuitive. If you ask even like a teenager what leadership is, it seems like they can intuitively give a, a good answer. And why is that? How, how does that come to be? Yet leadership can be so abstract and, and seem so mysterious so I wanted to, one of the first reasons I created this, this challenge was so we could take some very abstract concepts and try to unpack them and distill them into something more concrete, something we can kind of put our fingers on, whether it's practical side or theoretical side. And the 10 questions that I'm going to kind of run through, you know, I encourage you to kind of take one of the questions or all of the questions over time, over the course of a month or so, and try to you know, write down your thoughts on what you think about these different concepts. Maybe do it, do it with someone else and within your organization or make it a team project. And you know, almost like a book club type thing, dialogue about what you are coming up with, what concepts you're coming up with, what ideas you're coming up with. And I think it could be a very beneficial exercise for, for you individually. And I, what I'm going to plan, what I plan on doing is over the next week or two is taking one or two of these questions and building some some podcast episodes off of them because I haven't completely I came up with the questions and they they intuitively were kind of the first questions that came to mind for me about unpacking this this abstract world of leadership but I haven't really put a whole lot of thought in how I would answer them and I didn't want to really kind of anchor anyone's thoughts on how they should they should answer the questions because everyone's going to answer these questions a little differently which is a good thing that's not that it's not a bad thing. 
But the other reason I created this infographic and this challenge was to blend your practical experiences with your reflective experiences, like your reflection. That's part of, that's the cornerstone of leadosophy is practice, reflection, and theory. So taking your practical experiences and then reflecting on those experiences and then tying them into the questions. And then what do you, what thoughts are coming, what thoughts are emerging from the questions that, that I pose on the infographic? You know, I, I want to take just a, a very simple phrase that we throw around quite often, and that is a great leader. We, how many times have you heard that? So-and-so is a great leader. I want to talk about Janet. Janet is a great leader, but what does that mean? What does it mean to say Janet is a great leader? When I say that Janet is a great leader, what images come to mind as you reflect on that question? What do you think about? If you were tasked with observing Janet in her workplace, her place of work, and you had to take some field notes on what you're observing, what would your field notes look like? What would they say about Janet's leadership? And again, how do, how do your field notes about your observations of Janet and her leadership style, her effectiveness, how does that align with your experiences, your idea, your concept of a great leader, or what you think about your own leadership? Do you think you're a great leader? Do you think you're an average leader? Why do you think that? So that's kind of the point of this infographic is to start coming up with some ideas on what we actually think about some of these just general yet abstract and super weighty concepts that we throw around about leadership. And again, I talk about the law of unique experiences. The reason I am a proponent of this 10 question leadership challenge is because your own unique experiences will provide unique answers to these questions. And if you had two or three people that you were working on a question with, this is the co-creation of knowledge. As you unearth your own experiences and reflect on each question and other people maybe in your group are doing the same thing, when you start sharing your ideas, your concept of whatever the question is starts to change. It starts to evolve. It becomes something new. You're blending the concept of someone else, maybe their concept of effective leadership with your concept of effective leadership. And now you have synthesized that into something new. And that is new knowledge. And that is awesome. That's one of the bedrocks of, of leadosophy, the blending of leadership and philosophical thought. Having that dialogue with somebody and coming up with, with new ideas. And not only new ideas, but new questions. Right. So if you're if you're going through this exercise and you're answering or thinking about or pondering one of the questions, you may have new questions that emerge. What's the root of all knowledge? The root of all knowledge is a question. From the from the questions we we ask, the answers that we discover is the knowledge that we that we uncover. So I'm going to go through the challenge again, the infographics up on the screen. Again, it's called the 10 question leadership challenge. I titled subtitle deepen your understanding of your leadership, not necessarily my leadership or someone else's leadership, but your leadership, your understanding of leadership. And this can mean your leadership capabilities, your methods, traits, effectiveness, and what that means, a leadership philosophy, and then the cornerstone knowledge, leadership knowledge. There's one of the questions I'll, I'll I, I think it's question number nine as I go through, but to me, it's one of the most fundamental questions 
about leadership knowledge. How do we come to know what we know, right? Very epistemologically driven epistemology I've mentioned before. The theory of knowledge. How do we know what we know, right? It's a subfield of philosophy. All right, so I'm going to read the challenge because many may not be watching. Again, I'm, I'm looking at the infographic. So for my listeners out there, the challenge, I talk about 10 reflective questions, which are on the infographic and on the website, on my website. And there are no right answers. That's the, the key to this. There's no right answers, right? The questions are posed in no particular order either. So you can go through, pick out any question you want. And again, take a question out and get two or three people in your, on your team or in your workplace and you know, throw, throw some ideas up on the whiteboard, throw a mind map out. So the idea is to pick one question per day or even one question per week and ponder the question, explore the question, your thoughts. As you reflect upon each question, what new questions emerge? What thoughts come to mind? How does the question resonate with your experiences, not only as a leader, but also as a follower? Again, we are not looking for any universal truths to emerge from this exercise. We are looking to deepen our understanding of leadership and possibly followership. We are searching for personal meaning and depth of knowledge by blending practical experience with reflection and self-reflection. Again, I, I differentiate reflection from self-reflection. Reflection kind of reflecting upon the outward world around us and then self-reflection, self-reflection, reflecting on our own inner thoughts. I think it's a blend of both. They kind of merge and merge together. Again, feel free to spend some time on each question, then let it go. Come back to the question later. Repeat this as often as necessary through the day or week until you believe you have stretched your understanding of the question and your emerging thoughts. Write feverishly if possible. Make a bulleted list of random ideas. This could be your assumptions, beliefs, new questions, and new ideas. Or capture your thoughts any way you'd like. Mind maps, whiteboards, a note app on your smartphone. It matters not to me. This is for you. So let's go through the questions. And again, some of these questions, the questions are very, very wide. They're very broad. But the goal, like I said before, is to distill the broadness of these questions, the abstractness of these questions, into something that you can sink your teeth into something that you can maybe use practically or have a better practical understanding of how it applies. Again, if you're doing this with someone else, maybe a, a understanding with someone else on how this works in the practical leadership environment. All right. Question number one is probably one of the most deep questions of this exercise. So the question is, Defined philosophically, because remember, this is leadosophy. The term essence means a property or group of properties of something without which it would not exist or be what it is. Using this definition of essence, what is the essence of leadership? What properties, attributes, or characteristics make leadership what it is? And if you just started taking away, once you identify some of these properties or characteristics of leadership, if you took that property away or that characteristic away, you no longer have, we no longer have leadership. I can think of a very simple one. It's, it's relationships, number one, the minimum of two. If you only have one person, if you don't have a minimum of two people, there can be no leadership, right? 
I think it's almost intuitive, but you have to have someone else. It's got to be a minimum of two people to have leadership. So one of the, to me, one of the essences of leadership is a minimum relation of two, two individuals. All right, question number two, a very simple question, but very deep question based upon your experiences. What does it mean to lead well, lead well? Question number three, what are the top one, two, or three traits you have seen in a leader that you admire? But more importantly, why did you choose those traits? It's important to unpack why you think those certain traits are, are important. It's to unravel that because each one of us are going to come up with different traits. And it's going to vary based on context. It's going to definitely vary based on our own experiences we've had in the workplace, in the community, anytime there have been groups of people working together to try to achieve something. So that, that question there gets to the heart of traits, which I've said before, I actually did a podcast episode on trait theory, leadership trait theory, which is its own leadership theory in itself. All right, question number four. This is kind of a thought experiment. Leadosophy likes thought experiments. I've done a podcast on thought experiments. So here's the thought experiment. If you could clone yourself, clone yourself, and replace your current boss with your clone, would you follow or want to follow your clone, your replica? And again, why or why not? That's kind of a fun little question. Again, we can learn a lot from thought experiments. Obviously, this is nothing we can do in real life, at least not yet in the year 2021. But maybe one day, who knows? So yeah, would you follow your clone? Your replica? The more important question is, is why or why not? Question number five. What is your concept of the phrase effective leadership? What conceptual ideas come to mind? This phrase is probably one of those things that is thrown around more than anything in the realm of leadership. Leadership effectiveness. He or she is an effective leader. What does that mean? And I, I'm willing to bet that that is a very, a more deeper question or an answer than what initially meets the eye. I think if I was going to create a bulleted list of what effective leadership is to me, I feel like I could, right off the bat, I could come up with 20 or 25 bullet items of effectiveness. Can you narrow that down to like a top three? Is there any of those, if you were going to create a bulleted list on what effective leadership is, are there any of those bullets that transcend all different types of leadership experiences? They hold across all experiences universally. I don't know. I, have, I don't even pretend to, to know the answer to that. Question number six. In one, no more than two sentences, can you define effective leadership? So the idea of this question was to piggyback off the last one. You come up with your ideas, you, you brainstorm what effective leadership is, and then you try to distill your, your ideas from question five into a one or two sentence definition in, que in question number six. And again, I think this question five and question six might be a really good, really good exercise to do with someone else or a group of people on your team and see what ideas emerge. Because again, I think the fun part of this is your concept of an effective leader and someone else's concept of an effective leader are going to look completely different. It may have some similarities, but they're not going to 
definitely not going to to match one to one, which is fun because again, you synthesize that those concepts and you create new concepts. Question number seven: Do your concepts of leading well, which you identified in question number two, and your concepts or concept of effective leadership, which we just talked about, do they align or show some overlap? So that's a very general statement about leading well from question two and then the effective leadership definition you came up with in question six. Are they the same? Are they different? What are some of the similarities or differences? Question number eight. I really like this question because again, it it gets back to effective leadership and what that means to you. Are you an effective leader? If you had to self-reflect Are you effective? But again, more importantly, and I always follow on with the second question within the question, whether you believe you are effective or not effective, how do you know? What's the criteria of judgment? Who's judging? Those are some some interesting questions that you can ponder, reflect upon. Question number nine, this this is probably the deepest question on this list. Do you know how to lead? And more importantly, the follow up question, how do you know that you know how to lead? And that may seem a little weird or or silly at first, but take the time to to kind of read that question back to yourself a couple times. And it's it's I it's not like riding a bike. If someone says, I maybe it is like riding a bike, I don't know. If someone says, do you know how to ride a bike? And you say, yeah, I know how to ride a bike. I know, know being short for knowledge. I know how to ride a bike. How do you know that you know how to ride a bike? Well, I can get on and show you, right? But can you explain how to ride a bike? And again, this may sound silly, but if you start thinking this in terms of leadership, it gets a little more complex, How do you explain to, let's say someone comes up to you and says, can you tell me how to lead? Or can you give me the knowledge of how to lead? What do you tell them? You're obviously, they're coming to you because they think you have, you've displayed some sort of of knowledge outwardly, explicitly, where they can see it. How do you explain that to them though? How do you put that into words? Maybe more difficult than initially you may think or realize. And then the final question, this is kind of a fun little, I don't know. I don't even know why I came up with this question, but it seemed interesting. It piqued my interest. So here it goes. The question goes as follows. If one of your followers decided to write a leadership book about you, they admire you greatly as an effective leader. That's the thing. That's the thing here. What would they title the book and why would they choose that title? And if you struggle with answering that question, pick a leader who you admire, kind of same scenario. If you wrote a book about your chosen leader, a leadership book, what would you title the book and why would you choose that title? That's the final question. So what I'd like to do is maybe in the next month or so, I would love to hear your feedback on these questions. I would welcome anybody onto Leadosophy Show to to go over one of the questions. We can dialogue about it. Come up. I would love to hear your ideas about some of the answers you you, you come up with some of the ideas that emerge, even some of the, maybe you come up with a list of 10 new questions that we can use, that I can use to deepen my understanding of leadership 
again, leadosophy is about co-creating knowledge, co-creating this reality, and co-creating our truth together. It's a it's a partnership. It's a journey. So you can email me at tim at leadosophy.com if you have some ideas on this infographic. If if you don't like one of the questions, tell me why. If you think it's too abstract or doesn't do anything to deepen our knowledge of leadership, I'm open to the criticism. Would love to hear it. If you would like me to create a new infographic with 10 more questions or five more questions that you would like the answers from the masses, send them to me. I'll create a new infographic. It'd be fun. Be a good time. So there you go. You can find this this infographic on leadosophy.com. I'll put a link to it on the show notes. Again, thanks for joining me here today. Remember, leadosophy is about using the tools of philosophical thought to deepen our understanding of leadership and of life. And of life. Maybe this some of the answers of this infographic will, will help in you deepen your understanding of life in general. What life's meaning is to you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to another episode of Leadosophy. If you liked what you heard today, hit that subscribe button and check out leadosophy.com and learn more about Tim's ideas on philosophy and leadership. We'll see you next time.